This is episode 142 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, happy Monday. Hey, it's Labor Day. What are you doing listening to a podcast on Labor Day? You're supposed to be relaxing. You're supposed to be in a hammock in your backyard, or you're supposed to be doing something you know special, but here we are, so we'll make the best of it. Because I, you know, I had to talk anyway, so I figured I might as well record for today. I want to talk to you for the next few days on discipleship. Man, that's a broad term, isn't it? Discipleship. It's almost like when you say discipleship in the pastoral context, you could mean anything. It's one of these things like, you know, the word is. What does the word is mean? Uh, Being. Being what? Being anything. Discipleship. What does it mean? Growth? Yeah. Change? Development? Um, Progression? Sanctification? uh, Becoming more and more like Jesus? It, it It could mean so many things. And as pastors, we often shoehorn the word discipleship into some program in our church. We have a quote, discipleship program, unquote. And that usually consists of some uh, lesson books, some uh, uh, curriculum that we would go through, and then we would be discipled. I want to talk to you about something different. I I want you to conceive of discipleship in your church. Big picture, big picture, okay? A discipleship that is five different things. Number one, that is connected to reality. A discipleship approach, number two, that is transcendent. A discipleship, number three, that is rooted in the person of the gospel's Jesus. A discipleship, number four, that's close enough to touch, but far enough to stretch to reach. And then number five, a discipleship that's developed systematically. So let's talk about those five. It's going to take me today and tomorrow, and then on Wednesday, we're, we're going to kind of wrap it all up. But today, a discipleship that's connected to reality. What, kind of, what am I talking about when I say discipleship to you? I'm talking about something that changes something on the inside of me. It changes something. I'm not the same. There's actually something different about me as I'm involved in the discipleship process. I am changing. The very nature of discipleship has to be connected to life change. Because if I'm not going to change, if my life isn't going to change, and my life never changes until I change, right? Until I change, it's really not discipleship. And it's discipleship that changes something that happens regularly with me, by me, to me, something that happens. It's not just all in my head. It's just not just just words on a page or, or words breathed out into the air and then they just evaporate and they're gone. But it's something that happens to me. I am actually doing something different or something different is doing to me because I'm growing in my faith because I'm involved in this thing called discipleship. It changes something on the inside of me. It changes what's happening on the outside of me because it's connected to reality. And a third description of it being connected to reality is that I know that it's happening. I know it is. I can sense that my life is changing, that I'm changing 
that what I do is changing, that's what, what's happening around me, my relationships, they're changing. So it's a discipleship that's not just a book we hold in our hands and a curriculum that we go through. It's something that's connected to the reality of my life. Number two, I'm talking about a discipleship that is transcendent. Transcendent means I can't explain it. That seems a little bit um, counterintuitive, doesn't it? A discipleship that you can't explain. You know what? If I could explain it all, then it's not big enough. If I could carry it, it's not heavy enough, right? If I could conceive of it all, it is not divine enough. But it's a discipleship that I can't completely explain. And also, I can't measure it. I can't say, okay, we've got five books that we go through, and once you're through those five books, well, you're, you're a disciple. You're done. No, discipleship isn't a track meet. It's, it's not a, uh, an event or a competition as part of a track meet. No, discipleship is life. Discipleship is something that we'll be involved in for the rest of our lives. Discipleship is a purpose of the people of God. It is becoming more and more like Jesus Christ. Perhaps the theological word that discipleship could be most closely related to would be the word sanctification. We are sanctified by Jesus uh, at the moment of our new birth. The moment of regeneration, the Holy Spirit sanctifies us. He sets us apart. He marks us and he seals us, and we are God's. But we're always going through that process of progressive, you know, every day of our life, sanctification, and ultimately we'll be completely holy and totally sanctified when we stand in the presence of Jesus Christ. Discipleship is like that. Discipleship is something that we will never abandon. So we can't explain it, we can't measure it, but we can't deny it. We're changing. We're growing. We're, we're different than we were last year. If that's not true, man, what kind of a disciple are we? As you're talking to your people, I would, I would say, man, what, what kind of a disciple are you? If you're the same this year as you were last year, aren't you growing? Aren't you becoming more and more like Jesus? Aren't you drawing closer and closer to him? You shouldn't be able to deny it. It should be undeniable. It's so transcendent, and it so impacts you that it's undeniable. And so you can't explain it, you can't measure it, you can't deny it, but you also, you can't give up on it. You can't give it up. No, I've got to be a part of this change process for the rest of my life. That's the life that I have. That's what it means to be a disciple. And then number three, A discipleship that I would want to be a part of is rooted in the person of the Gospels Jesus. Of course, there's four Gospels. So the Gospels Jesus is the Jesus that we see in all four Gospels. He's a real person. Sometimes we think of Jesus as, oh, oh, he's God. Oh, he's God. He's so different. I can't compete with that. We can't measure up to Jesus. The Jesus that we read in the Gospels is somebody who is so transcendent we can never be be like. No, no. No, not at all, because he's not only a real person, he's like me. See, a discipleship that's, that's truly discipleship, it's rooted in this person of Jesus who we find in the Gospels. He's a real person, and he's like me. And if you think that's an insult for us to say that he's like us, 
No, he is like us. He decided to become like us. He lowered himself, Philippians chapter 2. We look in Luke chapters 1 and 2 about his, the infancy narrative and how he, how he came to be as God in the flesh. John chapter 1, verse 14. He became flesh and he dwelt among us. That was, that was the, the purpose. First John, I think it's chapter 1, we, the, this, this word that we handled and we, we saw him, we touched him, the word of life. The Word in the beginning was the Word, and he's like me. He, Hebrews chapter 4, he's been tempted in every way that I have, and yet he's without sin. That, hey, that's inspiration right there. There's a Jesus I want to become, I want to be like. I want to be like the sinless Jesus. And when he puts his Holy Spirit inside of me, I can sin less and less, and I can be more and more like Jesus. Consistent, rooted in the person of the gospel's Jesus, means consistent with the gospel-storied Jesus. The, the stories that we read in the Bible, those human stories of healing, those human stories of miracles, those human stories of demons being cast, cast out, these are human stories because they're stories about Jesus, and Jesus is truly and ultimately and transcendently human, and we're human. He shows us what it's like to be human. He's a Jesus that I'm inspired to emulate. I look at him and I don't say, oh, he's so much greater than I am. I can never, I can never be like Jesus. I'm just going to give up. I'm just sinful me. No, he's a Jesus. I'm inspired. I'm inspired by him. I can emulate that. He lays out that for me because he's a Jesus that I believe I can model my life after. That's how he set it up. He lived his life to show us how a human can actually live life here on the planet. He showed the Israelites what it was like for a human being to actually live according to the law of God and what that would look like, and we see that. So true discipleship is rooted in the person of the gospel's Jesus. So those are the first three, connected to reality, the discipleship that changes something in me, and I know it's happening A discipleship that's transcended, I can't explain it, I can't measure it, but I can't deny it and I can't give up on it. And then it's rooted in the person of Jesus as displayed and taught and represented in the the Gospels. He's a real person who's like me. He's a Jesus I'm inspired to emulate because I think that I can model my life after him. And then tomorrow we'll cover the last two on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.